Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the jubal show on demand Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. The Jubal Show is here. Get your butt at the front door. We are super villains ready to overtake the world. And we're gonna do it in style. It's time for the best radio you've heard in a while. The Jubal Show. Is today going to be one of those days where you take a sip of your coffee and it's the perfect temperature and it's delicious? (laughs) Or where you just burned your tongue off and had to spit your coffee on the floor? Ow! Taste what's gone. Is it going to be a good day or a bad day? You'll find out right now with Alex's Daily Vibration. I'm going to be quiet because my tongue is about to fall off. <laughs> why was why does this coffee cup get so hot that I have? It like heats it up. That's yeah. one of the legit reasons why I don't drink coffee. It's because well, of how what? hot it is. I like really hot coffee. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I like medium hot coffee. Women also like hot coffee and hot, hot showers. showers. I love hot showers. You're so predictable, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> but man, this coffee cup, you pour it in and it heats it up throughout the day. I, and, I like that, but it's like, dang, it does. Yeah. It scorches your tongue. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's... It leaves like like landmines like on your lava. tongue. Like bubbles. Oh my after. goodness. Okay. Well, let's raise the vibration, yeah. right? I need to feel better. Make me feel <laughs> better, please. It's about time to raise the vibe. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I know everybody has questions about something going on in their life right now, right? Yeah. Either with relationships, you know, home, work, whatever it is. So ask yourself, what do you need to do to raise your vibration? What's going on in your life that you need clarity on? And how do we raise a vibe? Well, I'm going to draw a card from my favorite tarot deck right now and shuffling. Thinking about it. Got it. Oh. Here okay. we go. What is it? I know you want to know. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. It's the Ace of Wands. <laughs> and this reminds me, actually, this card always reminds me of the saying, to light a fire under your ass. Okay. You know, like how your parents say that? Yeah. Like, get it going, right? To your teenager. Done. Mm-hmm. Um, because wands represent action and initiation. Okay. And aces are the very first card in the minor arcana and come at a time of new beginnings. Or like very beginnings of like a new endeavor. So let this be a time to be open to new opportunities and let your creative juices start to flow. Oh, get those juices going. And I'm talking about 
creativeness, Jubal. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not what you're talking about. Above the Be help. experimental with like a new idea or project that you've been wanting to start. No, Jubal. <laughs> I'm talking like, you know, people get really scared to go try new ideas. And I'm yes. talking like, go take that salsa class, right? Do it. Go take that pole dance class. Yes. Mm, yeah. Is that what you're saying yes to me for? You want me to take a pole dance class? <laughs> I would love to Absolutely, see that. Absolutely, queen. It'll do it. <laughs> go do karaoke this, this weekend when you're out. I mean, do something that you normally don't do. Start, so, start do that thing. That's what the Ace of Wands represents. Do the damn thing. I awesome. encourage you to go be creative however that may be could be sexual too go be go be your sexual bad self (laughs) whatever it is that is going to express yourself the way you want to express it you'll love you for yourself express yourself all over the place and then your vibe will be raised Mm -hmm. and then soon enough we'll ascend to a greater dimension wow you guys have any questions comments concerns queries i I do have some questions for you But we're married, if you didn't know that. We'll Alex take this I. offline? Yeah. Um, it's based on what you just told us. <laughs> but I got some questions now, and hopefully we can make some things happen. Um, I don't want to hear those questions. So I don't either. I'm kind of concerned this yeah. is not supposed to go on the radio. I don't think you can say them in public. That's why you're taking it offline. So, probably yeah, we'll be talk about right it off, offline. Because we raise the vibe. We don't want to bring yeah. it back down. We're yeah. raising the vibe right now, you guys. Let me let me raise the vibe again. Okay. Okay. So you're saying that I should start, like, because I've wanted to for a while start, like, a fitness YouTube channel. So you're saying, because, and I think through laziness and other things fear maybe that I haven't done it video games yeah yeah. so put the video games down <laughs> so stop playing Call of Duty and just put in even a little effort like if you spend 30 minutes a day mm-hmm. 60 minutes a day it's really not that long it's mm-hmm. either like 2 or 4% of your day yeah an hour is 4% of your day okay just spend an hour on your goals your dreams your aspirations whatever you feel good about doing and then you'll feel good about it like a lot of people don't even work out yeah right? that's true so they feel really great after they work out mm-hmm. really good do it Okay. And that uh, quote right there, an hour is 4% of your day. Never really heard that before until Alex and I got married. And the first time I heard her say it was to one of her kids when she went, like, When I want her to do something? Do, you realize an hour is 4% of your day. And I was listening to the conversation and I was like, well, that's a really good point. I should also not, I should also not be lazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. An hour is 4% of your day. All right. And that was your daily vibration. Thank you very much. Awesome. All right. Remember, you can follow the show online. I don't know why I paused like that awkwardly. <laughs> I was just going to say I my on social away, media. I was done. <laughs> it might have been because I thought you were done. And I was like, wait, no, we're like, not wait. quite totally done yet. But that, I don't Sorry think that was that. it. I, I, think my, I think my oh brain my. just locked up. You did up. the drop mic. Maybe I'm still thinking <laughs> about that stuff I want to discuss I with know. you. Oh. Anyway. If you you should have heard a conversation come to work. It was awesome. It was. You want to follow the show on social media? It's at the Jubal Show. You want to follow us individually? I'm at Jubal Fresh. I'm at that Dreyas. I'm at Evan on the radio. The Jubal Show on demand. It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? This is Special Agent Jimmy Birthday calling from the Federal Bureau of Investigations. I was looking for Jason. Yeah, uh, this is Jason. Jason. What's the reason for this call? First of all, I need to make sure I identified myself correctly and you understood. To confirm, my name is James A. Birthday. I'm a special agent for the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Okay. Uh, how can I help you today? I'm assuming that you haven't ever received a call from the FBI before, have you? No. Um, I, I assume it might be something serious. But someone I know did something. Well, you know, oh. Did my wife do something? What's going on? Somebody you know definitely did something. Unless you're going to go ahead and tell me that you don't know yourself... Then I guess, yeah, someone you know is in some trouble. Oh, what? Before I begin to ask you questions, I'm going to ask you to be honest. And if you're not honest with me, I can tell you right now, there are two vans of agents right outside of the building. And all I have to do is press a button and you're going to be drug out of work in handcuffs. Sound fun? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to, I got to, let me just find a better place. They're calling me at the desk here. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I'd suggest you do that. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So please, man, just explain to me what's going on. I don't need any movie scene being made here in this office. Well, let's hope I don't have to do that. And again, you're the person who makes that decision based on how you answer me. You said you moved locations. Sounds very echoey. Where did you go? Yeah, I just went into the bathroom to get a little privacy. No one should be coming in here in the next few minutes. Mm. And so, like I said, I'm sorry for any misunderstanding. What, what's going on? What, I, what is it? You recently won some NFL wild card playoff football tickets. I don't know if that's correct English the way I wrote it down there, but tickets to that game from your work. Yeah, the 
Is, is that a problem? I'm going to ask you another question, and I want you to be honest. Are those tickets in your possession right now? Um, well, uh, no, sir. The game's already passed. And how was the game, Jason? I did. I had the tickets, but I gave them to a friend. I did not go to the game myself. Did you oh. do something at the game? What, Interesting. What are we talking about? So you admit to me that you did not attend that game. How did your friend get the tickets? I, I don't see how I could be in trouble for this. You know, I, I got some tickets, and you know, my friend bought it off of me. I sold it to him. You know, mm-hmm. all right, all yes. And your friend that you sold the tickets to. When was the last time you talked to him? Uh, all right. Well, I haven't talked to him since I sold the ticket. I know because he he's in custody. We picked him up at the game, and he gave you up. Uh, I I don't follow, man. Do I need a lawyer or something? Like, give me up for what? Oh, I'd get a I good one. Anything. Maybe use some of the money you used to sell those counterfeit tickets and buy yourself a good lawyer. We'll be oh, in touch. Counterfeit tickets? No counterfeit tickets were sold by me. I've been also set up for this. All right, that's all I've got to hear. I'm sending the agents in, and they're they're going to bring you to me. Because I can Wait, tell you're not even going to come. No, 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 no. Peacefully. Screw that. I did not do any sort of counterfeiting with these tickets. There's cool. no reason to take me out in handcuffs, sir. Look, I, I really didn't do anything. I know you didn't. Well, well okay. Well, what do you mean, then? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I know they're not counterfeit. Because your friend Paul set you up for a phone prank. This is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you. It's a joke. Paul Couture? Yeah, he said that you won some tickets from your work and then you sold them to him and he wanted me to make you think you were going to go to jail for selling counterfeit tickets. So he's not under arrest right now? No, he's not. I don't know where he is. Probably at home, laughing. <laughs> well, what an <laughs> well, I'm in the bathroom crying he's at home laughing at me. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> the Jubal Show, on demand. First date follow-up. On the phone today for a first date follow-up, and I don't, I don't know if this is a good date or a bad date. Uh-oh. I hmm. would think it would be a terrible date. What is it? But then again, I hate going to this place. <laughs> Dylan in his email said that he went out with a woman named Colleen, and their date was at the grocery store. At the grocery store. <laughs> I don't know who takes a date to the grocery store, but we'll find out what the well, reason. You is. know what? New grocery stores sometimes have like a beer garden now. Oh, that's okay. true. That's I like, saw that the other day. That's bougie ones though, mm-hmm. like Amazon and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> they had IPAs galore probably that cost way too much. QFC. <laughs> First of all, Dylan, before we find out what your date was all about, how, uh, how long has it been since you went out with Colleen? It's been about two weeks now. And how many times have you tried to reach out to her after the, your date? Well, I reached out like three times, and I, you know, I don't want to annoy her at the same time. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be. A creep. And you haven't gotten a response at all from her. No, she hasn't said anything back. Explain your email. You said your date was at the grocery store. What does that mean? Basically, I was at the grocery store, and you know, I was shopping, walking through the aisles, and. I see this pretty girl, and she's trying to, like, grab something from the top shelf. I forgot what it was, like, flour or something. I asked her if she needed help because I'm kind of tall. And she's there. And so I grabbed the thing off the shelf, and I handed it to her. So so she must have liked that, that you were able to get something down from the shelf at the grocery store for her. Yeah, she was all smiley and kind of flirting with me. And and so I flirted back, and... So, anyways, after I helped her um, get the food down, um, you know, I said she said thank you, and I we kind of like walked away. And then, you know, when you're in a grocery store and you you're like the only people there, and you keep on running into the same person <laughs> in the aisles. <laughs> and then after like the third time, we I don't know, we just like started laughing both of us because. I don't know if there was like some tension there or something. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that is cute. Yeah. So I asked her, you know, what's your name anyways? And she's like, oh, I'm Colleen. I was like, well, it's nice to meet you. You know, and we started talking. Where are you from? Different things. And then we just sat there and we, we went to talk for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And then we started kind of like walking around the grocery store together. Ooh. That's kind of sweet, that's though. That's cute. Yeah, very romantic yeah. in a weird It's authentic. Way. Yeah. Organic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we checked out, and then we I helped her put her groceries away, too. Oh, and then, gentlemen. Yeah, that is. and I have a motorcycle, so 
we couldn't like hang out for a little bit longer on my on my bike so we got in her car and we just like hung out and like had some capri sun and lunch bowls <laughs> and talked some more and it was just it was really nice and then yeah and i gave her my number and then I haven't heard back from her, and I don't know, you know. That surprises me that she wouldn't call you back after that. I mean, you know, that that sounds like a nice experience. Mm -hmm. It seemed like she enjoyed it from what you've told us. Why do you think she's not calling you back then? The only thing I could think of is that I went to the gym right before, right before I went to the grocery store, and I don't know if maybe I had some bo or what. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's the only thing I can think of because okay. everything else is perfect. But I don't know. When you guys parted ways, she seemed excited, and did you guys kiss or anything? We didn't kiss, but we did hug, and uh, she said something like, "I feel like I've known you forever," or oh, something wow. like that. That's cool. Yeah, okay. and, then, and then I was like, so I'll be seeing you again. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then we parted ways. I thought about her for the rest of the day. And then I, I did, I texted her and I said, hey, that was so nice. I can't wait to see you again. And then she texted back and was like, uh, me too. All right, well, we'll see if we can figure it out. We'll play a song, come back, and then call her and get your first date follow-up and find out if it is the gym funk that turned her <laughs> off or something else, okay? All right, thank you. Yeah, all right, we'll do it next. It's the Jubal Show. If you missed the first part of today's first date follow-up, Dylan is on the phone, and he's not getting a call back from a woman named Colleen. They met at the grocery store. She asked him to get something off the top shelf because he's a tall guy, mm-hmm. and we all know how that goes as short people. Well, <laughs> me and Alex do. <laughs> yeah. Evan, he's a little taller, so he doesn't know the struggle. But <laughs> not even tall, though. <laughs> after, after he got the thing off the top shelf for her, they ended up running into each other a bunch more in the grocery store and then started talking. And then reminisced about Capri Suns and Lunchables and Mm. joked around a bunch and then bought some of that stuff, went out to her car, sat there, ate Lunchables, drank Capri Suns and talked a little more. And he thought it was fantastic and doesn't understand why she's not calling him back now. The only reason that he could think of was that he went to the gym before and maybe he smelled funny. And that's the only thing that Dylan can think of. And we're about to call her right now and see if we can figure it out for him. All right, Dylan, anything else you want to say before we call Colleen? No, I'm a little nervous, but I definitely want to find out yeah, what happened. Well, good okay. luck. All right, here we go. I'm going to dial her phone number, and hopefully she answers the phone, because if she doesn't answer the phone, then we're screwed. Okay, <laughs> um, it's ringing. Uh, hello? Hi, may I speak to Colleen, please? Um, This is she. Hey, Colleen, how are you? This is the Jubal Show. It's a radio show, and my name is Jubal. And my name is Alex. And my name is Evan. It's a radio show called the Jubal Show. Jubal Show. Jubal. How do you know my name? We're calling you because you went on a date with someone who listens to our show, and they emailed us about you. Okay. And (laughs) his name is Dylan. Okay. Okay, and you met him at the grocery store. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You shared Capri Suns and Lunchables with him in your car. Mm-hmm. And you ghosted him. And you're ghosting him. Because <laughs> he thought that that was a wonderful experience for you both. And you said that you were excited to see him again after your date, but nothing. He's tried to reach out to you a few times and no text back, no call back, no nothing. And we're wondering why. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> he... He is super cute and nice, and I really liked him, but he he rides a motorcycle, and that's just like a huge deal breaker for me. Oh, it's the bike. It was the mo- okay. He did mention that he rides a motorcycle. He said that you guys sat in your car because you couldn't sit on his motorcycle mm-hmm. and drink Capri Suns and eat Lunchables outside of the grocery store. Is it because like you've been in a motorcycle accident or know someone who has? I know someone who has, yeah, and it's just, uh, I, I just I just can't handle that kind of stress in my life, just worrying about that person. It's like, yeah, just oh. like such a risk that you're taking that you don't need to. Oh. And, uh, Dang. Well, so, yeah. you, so you don't even want to call him back at all, just knowing that he rides a motorcycle? Yeah, it's just like, buy a coffin when you buy a motorcycle is how I view it. And it's just like a ticking time bomb. It is does. there a reason like why you just didn't want to tell him that? Um, I... People get just uppity about that. Like, motorcycle people usually are very, like, very into their motorcycles. You never yeah. know, though, Colleen, because you guys were, you know, the sparks were flying. He seems like a great guy. I mean, maybe he would get rid of the motorbike for you. 
That's quite an ultimatum at the beginning of a relationship. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's cool yeah. of you to think that way. You didn't want to give him the chance? No, I just, I don't know. It was very sweet. It was really nice, super cute. Um, and I had a great time. I mean, I saw the bike, and I still invited him into my car, and it was just kind of like a, a nice moment for me um, to spend with him. But I was just, I just knew, like, that was that was going to be it. Well, thank you for telling us. And yeah. uh, I mean, that's yeah. that's a legit reason. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Concerned about someone's safety or concerned about having to tell someone to give up something they like. I do know that Dylan liked you a lot. Okay. And I do know that he's a risk taker, obviously, because motorcycle. <laughs> and I also know that he's a risk taker because he asked us to call you and he's on the phone listening and wants to talk to you. Oh. Hey, Colleen. Um, what's up? <laughs> Uh, hi. <laughs> I mean, is that really what's the reason? I mean... Yeah. So you were just never going to talk to me again because I have a motorbike? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to... I mean, I, it's just like a huge ultimatum for me to give to someone and, like, there's just no way I'm going to date someone with a motorcycle. So I didn't want to, like, try and put all these limitations on you right off the bat. As the radio guys said, I mean, I did really like you. I thought we had a good connection, and I don't know. I thought it was a nice time. Like, I've never met someone like that. I've never had, like, an organic date just randomly out of the blue. And I don't know. So I, I was definitely excited, but my feelings were really hurt when you you never talked to me again. I, I kind of thought that was a little rude, I thought. I just wish you would have said something and instead of leaving me hanging and thinking like this whole time that I had maybe done something wrong or something. And so I, I don't know. I mean, like I've had to do that before. I have told guys like that had bikes and they got like, they just turned it around and got mad at me for telling them what they couldn't do. And so I'm, I'm just kind of, I was just over that and, and I had a great time with you. I really enjoyed it, but I just knew that that was probably going to be it. And I didn't want to like cause any drama well, uh, to be honest, I mean, the only reason I'm driving a, or riding a motorcycle or the reason I started is because um, at the time I didn't have money for a regular car, so I bought a motorcycle, um, but now I have a good job, and so I was actually looking into buying a regular car. I'm not even a big fan of drive, or riding a motorcycle. Um, I mean, it's fun, but I would rather have a car with room and stuff, so I don't know if you'd be interested in maybe going car shopping with me? I don't know. Uh-oh. That sounds like a second date. Are you saying uh -oh. that you that you might get a car and get rid of the bike for another date with Colleen? I'm saying that I'm not that crazy about the motorcycle as I am about Colleen. Oh. Wow. What a line. Colleen? That is, dude, I want to date you now with a line like that, Dylan. <laughs> Colleen, would you like to go on another date with Dylan? We'll pay for it. Um... Seriously? Yes, I'm dead serious. Okay. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. It's a date then. <laughs> All right. Wow. We did it. You guys will go car shopping together. He'll get rid of the motorcycle <laughs> and then you invite us to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got him to laugh. Yeah, I did. He's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> Honestly, I would rather have a car and have you in the passenger seat than my motorcycle. Ooh. So. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's a bit steamy. I mean, that sounds a little bit more frisky than yeah. excited or anything. I don't know. Get the extinguisher. He said right. passenger seat, not back seat. Oh. Still, yeah, you know, no, I, tomato, tomato. I mean, I keep you talking like whatever. that. Keep talking like that, Dylan. You will end up in the back seat. <laughs> don't act like you haven't done it in the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more practical. Hey. <laughs> uh, all right, well, congratulations. You guys keep us updated, and Yay. I'm glad it worked out for you, Dylan and Colleen. Okay. Thank you, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. The Jubal Show on demand. Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. It's time for your Dirty Little Secret. Remember, email the show on air at thejubalshow.com if you want to tell us a dirty little secret. And if you do, you're safe to say whatever you want because nobody will know who you are. Everybody remains anonymous. We don't even ask what your name is. And that's why the person on the phone, we don't know their real name, but they're going to tell us a dirty little secret. Hello, what's your dirty little secret? Okay, so first of all, my wife can never know about this. Oh. Ever, I'm taking this to the grave. <laughs> Gotta okay. be a cheater. Okay. 
Yeah, what is uh, it? Well, um, well, let's get into it here. So this was maybe two Christmases ago. Um, I was at uh, her family's place, her parents' place, and I was just, you know, getting really drunk with her uh, with her brother, my brother-in-law, uh, nice. down in the living room. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and you guys made out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Hey, we've all been there. It's okay. <laughs> so, um, you know... First of all, you know, we're drinking in the living room and, you know, I'm, you know, I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to go upstairs to go to bed. We're staying in one of the bedrooms upstairs. Um, so let me, you know, go back a step here and just say that my wife and her mother are very similar looking. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I think I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, same build, uh, same hair color, same okay. hair length, you know. Okay. Uh, you know, so. Um, she got it from know, her I'm mom. Going up, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going upstairs at the end of the night. You know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty tipsy, but I'm, you know, I'm also, you know, I'm in the mood. You oh, know? right. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the bedroom um, that. I believe my wife is in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm ready to go. Oh, no. You know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I think I know oh, what you yeah, mean. I think I, think I do. <laughs> so uh, I climb into bed and, oh uh, you know, snuggle up. And about two seconds into that snuggle, I realize that I am not in bed with my wife. <laughs> and how did you realize that? Yeah. Um, well, she turned and said something and I'm like uh <laughs> you're like uh, that honey must have been the most awkward time in your entire life <laughs> yeah <laughs> what'd you yeah, do so I well I threw my clothes back on real oh quick my goodness. did you what, did you tell you know, I'm sure you told your wife <laughs> oh no not at all me and her mom were just like this never happened never speak of this oh. wait where did you say your wife was sleeping she was yeah, she's sleeping in the the other bedroom. I went into the wrong door. Because <laughs> you were hammered. <laughs> Why could you not exactly. tell your wife, though? Like, I mean, it was yeah. an accident. I, I don't know. I, I was essentially down to my birthday suit at this point. So, you know, with her mom. So yeah. I just <laughs> could just feel like I so I just went into the wrong door and I just went and laid in that Freaking bed with your mom. How funny is that? Ha, ha, leave that birthday yeah. suit out. Yeah, uh, leave the naked part out. Yeah, but not everyone would find that funny because if you're naked... I just said leave I that wouldn't, part out. I don't know <laughs> if I could leave that part out, though. Like, you'd have to tell that yeah. part. Why? Yeah, you never know. Maybe she's to? like, well... I mean, they look like maybe she thought I was going for it. I don't know. So I don't, I'm not so, saying anything oh, ever. So you guys just made an agreement not to talk about it. She was probably grossed yeah, out, too. Or, yeah. Oh, for sure. Wow. Or turned on and she's like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Every Christmas now that we go back to that house, I make sure to take it easy on the drinks and know exactly where my wife is. <laughs> Smart move. Yeah, maybe turn her location on or something. <laughs> Thanks for telling us your little secret. The Jubal Show on demand. Welcome to the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news. They, they report, report the news. news for Thursday, January 27th, 2022. I'm Jubal Fresh and watch out, ladies. Okay. The guys are about to pay you a big favor. Oh. Okay, I'll hold my breath. (laughs) Tell you what that means in just a second. But first, let's meet the idiots. I'm Alex Fresh. And once celebs started recording something at Rite Aid the other day, (laughs) so you know it's got to be funny. And I have audio for it coming right up. Yeah. And I'm English Evan. And a celebrity did something that will make you say, that must have been Kim Kardashian. Mm. All right. We'll get to those stories in just a second. Before your first story of the day in the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news, they report the news. Mm -hmm. Check this out, ladies. Here we go again. There's a new (laughs) lingerie company that has released a line of lace undies for men. Finally. Oh, gross. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Why not? Right? Hot, though, yeah? I mean, can't they wear any lace underwear already? You could, I suppose. Uh, Just grab any lace underwear. But these are specifically designed for dudes. I like it. You can get them on the Walkhole online store. I guess that's the company. Men who want to feel a little saucier and sexier in the bedroom can get some lace undies. And it's much more comfortable than putting on your wife's underwear and dancing around trying to make her laugh, which Uh, is fun (laughs) to do sometimes. It is? Yeah, it is. You haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I've been practicing though when you're not home <laughs> All for, right, for the big reveal. But well, now, I can't wait. But anyway, this is much more comfortable. It's for guys mm-hmm. around thirty five bucks plus shipping and handling. Oh, it's pretty expensive. That is expensive. Okay, wow. I've always said this though. I feel really bad for my wife. 
Why? Why? Because I wish there was something that guys could wear that could do the same for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now they have some lingerie for men. Well, so you finally get what you've wanted that you didn't even know you wanted. There you go. Sexy lingerie. Do you actually think exciting. it would be sexy or no? Yeah, like, I wouldn't want that. I can't speak for every other woman because I do feel like I think more like a man. I swear, I do. Right. I'll so if, I thought more, if you thought more like a man, you'd be like, absolutely. I love not. I love it when my boob puts on lace stuff, right? No. Here, right now. No. That, that, if you I thought like a man. Like a, though, I still think like a woman. That's what I mean. So you could, I feel very confident that you could just go, I speak for every woman. No. Okay. Women do not want men to wear okay. sexy, lazy okay, lingerie. Okay, here we go. I'll say the majority of women don't want to see yeah, that. I don't think so. But if you're a man who wants to wear some lacy underwear for your wife and you think she's going to like it, good luck. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news. They, they report the, the news. news. For our next story of the day, let's send it on over to Alex Fresh, who currently can't stop thinking about her husband wearing lace underwear. Ooh. Okay. So Michael Rappaport, he's an actor and comedian. He was in Rite Aid the other day filming like a homeless guy, filling his bags, just stealing, right? I'm just gonna play the clip for you so you can hear what he was saying. This dude is, I can't believe I'm seeing this This guy just filled his two bags up with everything in Rite Aid right here on 80th and 1st Avenue. He's walking down the street like is Gucci. Look at me on my face like what's good he's i was watching him the whole time my man just went christmas shopping in january <laughs> he had the condoms the shampoo <laughs> michael rapaport i love that yeah, dude he's funny he was he used to be if you don't know who he is he used to be in a lot of like 90s movies and stuff now he has a podcast and i don't get excited when i see celebrities ever it's never it's never been a thing of mine mm -hmm. there's been one time in my life where i walked by and went like <laughs> whoa and I saw Michael Rappaport sitting on a bench once. <laughs> sitting on a bench? Yeah, he was just sitting on a bench. <laughs> he was just sitting on a bench. That's yeah. amazing. Hanging out. And I was like, I want to go sit next to him and talk to him. But then I figured he might cuss me out, so I didn't. They're just like us. <laughs> yeah, they, they sit on benches. Yeah. They go to Starbucks. And they go to Rite Aid. They Crazy. see homeless people shoplift. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. Sending it back to you. All right, this is the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news. They, they report, report the, the news. news. For our next story of the day, let's send it on over to English Evan. Who is with Kim Kardashian on Ooh. location with Kim Kardashian somewhere. because she has big deleted booty. yeah mm -hmm. big booty Kim she has deleted a bikini <laughs> picture after Photoshop accusations so what? her followers were livid because her leg appeared warped and a curve behind her knee was seen but and like she, it must have been true though because she immediately deleted the picture it's hilarious though <laughs> when you see somebody who has photoshopped a picture and then they they get called out <laughs> yeah Alex one... showed me a picture of someone one time who got called out for photoshopping and she's like made her booty bigger or something mm -hmm. remember that one yeah. and and like the whole door binder <laughs> was like warped along with the booty yeah someone got fired <laughs> oh yeah her whole team got for hiring a whole new team today because they somebody didn't do a good job photoshopping her booty. Like, could you imagine though, like seeing her in person and she has like no booty? Oh, that'd be hilarious. Right? Like, that would be weird. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Every photo is photo. Or, uh, yeah, every photo of her is photoshop. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's someone who doesn't have a Photoshop booty, and that <laughs> maybe is, just some filler. Yeah, he's got a little bit of filler. Camel's a little bit a big lips though. He's got big Kylie Jenner lips. Huge. That's a camel <laughs> making a camel sound with his Kylie Jenner lips and his huge booty. And that means that the INN is done for the day. That was the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news, they, they report the news. news. Tune in tomorrow, same time, for another hard-hitting report from the INN. Remember, you can follow the show on social media at The Jubal Show. You can follow all of us individually. I'm at Jubal Fresh. I'm at That Dreas. I'm at Evan on the radio. And your phone break happens every single hour on the 20s. Your next one is coming up in just a few minutes. It's The Jubal Show. The Jubal Show on demand. It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hi, this is Detective Bo Rogers calling from the police department. I was looking for Jayla. This is her. Hi, Jayla. How are you today? Um, I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, did you just say you called from the police department? Yes, I am. My name is Detective, if you need to write it down, Detective Bo Rogers. Oh, yeah. But I okay. need to talk to you about something quite serious. Okay. Um, is my mom okay? Is everybody okay? I, I would assume your mom is okay. I don't know. This is not concerning your mother. Your boyfriend's name is Donovan. Uh, yeah, he's actually my fiance. Uh, we just got engaged. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And the ring he gave you, pretty fantastic, isn't it? 
Yeah, he just proposed to me with a with a fair with a very big diamond, I assume. Yes. Is there something going on? I mean, did he is this is this ring stolen? Ma'am, I'm calling you to let you know that yes, you are in possession of stolen property that belongs to the museum. What the? F- are you telling me that this ring is not his ring? He didn't buy this ring with his money. I'm telling you that we believe that the ring that you're wearing on your finger, the extra large monstrous diamond that your boyfriend or fiance Donovan gave you as an engagement ring is actually a piece of stolen property from a recent museum heist. Oh my gosh, I knew it. I knew something wrong. I just knew something was wrong, right? Because I mean, how could you afford this ring? I I I knew it because he's only a construction worker. Mm. It makes no sense. You know, sometimes, you know, maybe he just bought a gemstone. No, this is a real ring. Oh, yes, it is. It's actually 2,000 years old. I showing everybody. I can't believe him. How could he get me something stolen? And you said from a diamond heist? Yes, a museum heist. A couple other artifacts were stolen as well from the museum. And I need to ask you, how long have you been in possession of this ring? Uh, since he gave it to me two weeks ago. So two weeks ago. Can you tell me what you were doing between the hours of four o'clock and 5.45 p.m. on that day. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Did you say between the hours of four and five? Yes, p.m., 5.30 p.m., 5.45 p.m. Uh-uh, I was at work. I was at work that whole time. And you, that mother, he Which had mother? my Which car. Mother? Donovan had my car between those times. What the f- is wrong with him? Okay, so Why you even put me in this? This, oh my gosh, oh ma'am, my gosh, oh my gosh, hold on, wait a minute. You're, ma'am, what if I told you we already have your fiancé in custody and he's already been questioned oh about oh the ring gosh. that he gave you? And what if oh I man. were to tell you that he implicated you as the ringleader of the whole thing, of the whole operation? No, he's lying, listen to me, I'm trying to tell you, he's lying, he's a good liar. I'm not in this, okay, I didn't steal any ring, I didn't do anything. I you also need to let you. Yeah, I know. And I'm also going to need to alert you that this is a prank phone call, and he set you up for it because he loves you a lot. Wait, I'm sorry. What you just say? Oh, I said that this is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you, oh, and your fiance oh Donovan set you up. It's a joke. Gosh, what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he said he just gave you an engagement ring and you keep talking about the fact that it's so big he must have spent you didn't think he'd be able to afford that big of a ring so he wanted me to tell you it was stolen it's not stolen. Come on, no it's not it's not stolen he bought the ring and uh he wanted me to tell you that he loves you and he can't wait to marry you and the ring is not fake oh my god <laughs> The Jubal Show on demand. It's time. War of the Roses. Only on the Jubal Show. Today's War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater reminds me of one of the most frustrating songs I've ever heard. <laughs> Which one's also that? one of my favorite songs. What? It's a Jay-Z song, and it's called Beach is Better. All right. Okay. It's one of his albums. It's so good, but it's like 45 seconds long oh. in the middle. It goes like this. He goes, I brought sand to the beach because my beach is better. You can keep your beach because your beach, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Millie is on the phone and unfortunately, she's on War of the Roses to catch a cheater. So she oh. thinks that her husband, she thinks that her husband, Cameron, might be bringing sand to the beach. Oh. Literally. Because of some sand. Doing we'll find out why she thinks that he might be cheating in just a second. First of all, Millie, how long have you and your husband been together? About five years now. That's a long time. Five years. Time. That, that is, is a super long, long time. time. And you think that yeah. he might be cheating on you because of some sand. So my husband, he goes on a lot of business trips. Mm-hmm. And so I was unpacking his luggage. Tell me why I found sand in his luggage but his trip was to Chicago you found sand in his bag yeah and I'm not great at geography but I there aren't any beaches in Chicago there are and plus it's like too cold to really be on the lake in Chicago at this time of year anyway or near this time of year anyway so 
Do you, did you not see any charges on your guys' card? I mean, did you, was there no evidence of him being in Chicago whatsoever? No, I didn't see any charges. Okay. No charges. Okay. So there's like no, nothing else that you, you saw that he went to Chicago for? No, he, he kept it pretty private and everything, but my, my only tell was he left sand in the luggage. <laughs> How much was it? Was it like a, like, you know, like one of those liters or like, was it just like a small water bottle? Like, what was it? <laughs> it's, it's basically when you go on vacation and you know how you have like sands just hidden in the crevices and <laughs> all over. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. similar to that. Okay. Yeah, sand really does get everywhere. I'm an idiot. I thought you were talking about like he brought home sand for like a... Like a memory or something, oh. so like the like the loose sand from yeah. like shoes and stuff. Yeah, like on the beach oh, been to I'm reason. on track. Like that tracking, colored tracking. sand that you can buy at like state fairs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is cool though. So like he's like it's in his flip flops and he's hanging out on the beach is what you think, and he threw it in his bag and the sand got in there and you think that he went somewhere else. Yes. Are you yeah, sure? I, yeah, that sounds like a lot. I feel I I just have this this feeling. Okay. You know, I just uh, and I, I'm. I think I should stick to it. I think I should stick well, was to there it. Any, like, has there any yeah. been like anything else at all that makes you think that he's cheating? Five years is a long time. You know, people's mm-hmm. habits mm-hmm. and schedules and things like that. Like, does he act like he's, you know, being shady? I've, I've always been a little suspicious because he's been kind of like distance with me. And then you start picking up more trips. And I figured maybe he's just hmm. stressed because he's on a lot of business trips lately. But hmm. now, now finding that evidence, I'm... I'm pretty sure. I mean, it yeah. seems weird. If you were for sure there, were, there was no reason for any sand to be in there before, you always seem to unpack his bag when he gets back. And he said he went to Chicago and, you know, didn't tell you that he was going to hang out in the sand somewhere yeah. in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. He, he was very, he was very, like, for sure that he was just doing business trip and that was it. Like he's just there for it, and then he comes back. All right. Okay. Well, we'll see if we can figure it out for you. And I'm assuming he's a frequent flyer if he travels all the time for business. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. You know the airline and stuff. I'll get that information from you in a second. I think we just call him from the airline. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, thanks for being a frequent flyer. We'll mm-hmm. offer you. We want to offer you a, a free companion coupon. You can take someone with you anywhere you want. Good and idea. A, and Jubal. a bottle of sand. Yeah, <laughs> and some flowers to send to that person. Flowers. And we'll see if he chooses you or someone else to go with him. All right. Okay, all right. Well, I'll get that info from you. We'll play a song, come back, and then call him and see if he is actually cheating on you with War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater right after this, okay? Okay. All right, we'll do it next. It's the Jubal Show. Gotta be one of my most disliked phrases that I hear dudes say in a group of dudes. What is it? And it's usually someone who has no business saying it. What? You go out on a guy's trip, right? Some guys have girlfriends. Some guys have wives. Mm-hmm. Some guys are single. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are balding and getting older. <laughs> and they're in committed, happy relationships yeah. or happy-ish, right? And they've pretty much outkicked their coverage. They've mm-hmm. got, they're, they're dating up. Most dudes are dating up. Yes. Right? Okay? And every single time you go out in a group of guys, for a lot of guys' trips, I've been on, Millions of them probably in my life. Not mm-hmm. that, I mean a lot. Dang, <laughs> so, I've been on a lot. I used to go on a lot of guys trips, right? And there's always one dude, the dude who has no business ever saying it, <laughs> talk, he'll point out some girls in a bar and be like, that's why I don't bring sand to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> why bring sand to the beach? You see all these chicks around here and it's like, oh yeah? How are you gonna, why you should bring sand everywhere because I've never seen you be at the beach and have any success with the sand at the beach because you don't have the game you think you have. So shut up, drink a beer and then pass out on the floor. Um, and, no sex on the beach for you. Yeah. And that's why, and I bring it up because Millie is on the phone for your War of the Roses Catch a Cheater today and she's suspicious that her husband Cameron might be cheating her on her all because she found sand in his luggage. Loose sand. Loose sand in his (laughs) luggage when he came back from a business trip and he was in, he said he was in Chicago and there was, he didn't have any, and didn't go anywhere near any sand. Shades of gray. And so she thinks that maybe he went somewhere else and maybe was frolicking on a beach or something with someone (laughs) and she wants to find out if he did. So he's a frequent flyer. We got the name of the airline that he always travels on for business and we're going to call from there saying thank you very much for being a frequent flyer with us, want to offer you a coupon for a free ticket and a companion fare so you can take someone with you anywhere you want to go. Mm-hmm. And then we'll also offer her to send flowers to the person he wants to take and see if he gives us Millie's name, his wife's name, or someone else's name. Mm-hmm. 
and we'll find out if he is cheating. All right, Millie, are you ready for us to call him? Yes, I am ready. I'm okay. for Good the luck. best for you. Yep, here we go. Hello? Hi, this is Jorben calling from Airlines. I was looking for Cameron. Uh, yeah, this is Cameron. How can I help you? We're actually calling to say thank you for being such a frequent flyer with us. Thank you, yeah. You travel travel with us quite often, just had a few trips. And we wanted to call up and say thank you very much. And we would love to extend the offer of a free flight anywhere in the 48 contiguous United States. Wow, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. and it uh, comes That's with a cool. companion ticket too. Oh, sweet, okay, so two tickets, that's great. Yep, two tickets anywhere. There are some blackout dates, we'll send you all that information, but um, thank you very much. It will be in your email, how to redeem that. We also wanted to see if we could send some flowers from you to someone special in your life. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, go ahead. What do you need? Wonderful. I'll get the address and stuff from you in a little while. It's a dozen roses. It looks like it comes from you. Like I said, it won't be something cheesy from the airline. And I would need the name, anything you'd like to put on a card. And then I will get the uh, address and stuff for where to deliver it. So let's start with the name first and last. Yeah, sure. Um, you could send that to Sarah. And the yep. card. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the card could say something like, surprise, let's do it again. I do want to let you know that uh, Sarah, who you're sending this to, and you want to do something with again, I'm sure you guys will be able to do stuff together again, based on the fact that Millie, your wife, is on the phone, and you're not sending the flowers to her. Mm. A what? Wait, what? Yeah, wait, what? (laughs) Millie. Hello, what? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who Sarah is? No. Wait, what is going on? Oh, hey, Cameron, what's up? This is the Jubal Show. My name's Jubal. Mine's Alex. Mine's English Evan. Your wife's name is Millie, and we do a segment on our show where people who think their significant other is cheating call us up and we try to catch them. It's called War of the Rose Sketch Cheater. And, and you're... Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, uh, well, so who the fuck is Sarah? She's one of my coworkers. And what do you want to do again with her? Um, just close deals. Like we've close just been working deal. and really, uh, <laughs> you're you still know, going the work, oh, right. a lot of work. Yeah. Done. Close deals. Where did you go on your last trip? Uh, we were in Chicago. There's sand in Chicago. What are you talking about? I unpacked your luggage and I found sand in your luggage. You're telling me there's sand in Chicago? There's, yeah, there's a lot of sand in Chicago. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. So you expect your wife to believe that you wanted to send a dozen roses to your coworker named Sarah Mm. and your card said, surprise, let's do it again. And you were talking about closing business deals. Well, it looks like you closed the deal on our marriage. You should be expecting for me to send you some divorce paperwork soon because there's no way I'm staying with you. What? What are you talking about? Look, see, if you were honest with me, this would have been different. So if you were telling me the truth, this might be a little different on our marriage. So you would have worked, like maybe worked it out if he's telling you the truth about him cheating on you? Yeah, I know you're lying. So tell me the truth and maybe I won't divorce you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it was obvious. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I lied. I'm going to divorce you either way. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Good. Actually. And after you said hey. that, Millie, he hung up the phone. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Wow. That sucks. It's, it's okay. I think I, I think it's a relief. Clever way to get it out of him. I like the way you set him up. Made him, made him feel <laughs> yeah. all comfortable. Suck him back in a little bit. Like, if you just tell me the truth, <laughs> boom, punch him in the face right after that with yeah. the paper. You'll be all right, though. You'll find someone else. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The Jubal Show on demand. <laughs> Jubal's.
Dirty Little Secret. Time for your Dirty Little Secret. Text in 41061 if you have a Dirty Little Secret. On the phone right now is somebody to tell us a Dirty Little Secret. Yay. It's always awkward because we don't know their name because everybody's anonymous. So, what's up? How are you? What's up? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Not Thank bad. you. Can you yeah. do me a favor? What's up? Can you go, gay pasa? Remember that? <laughs> no. Oh, no. You're, you're too young, Evan. <laughs> I don't not, remember you, it. You don't remember that commercial? No. Do you, do you remember? I don't even know your name. Gay pasa? Gay, you know, the commercial. Yeah. No, no, I don't remember that. Come on. It's gotta be. Are you, what are you talking about? I, uh, what was it, it was, for? It was like some sort of like Dorito commercial or like beverage commercial. And it was like when I was a kid. It's not the what's up guys, is it? Yeah, like Budweiser. No, there was another one. Oh. Really? No, I don't trip. remember. Okay, let's let's exit this conversation. Well, because you might be tripping. I continue to just like <laughs> foot and mouth. I mean, it sounds funny. It I does. think you should do it anyway. Can you do that know. on the phone? Okay, no, no, pasta. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> Same thing, but not. So try it. English. Okay. Well, um. You gotta stick your tongue out. Yeah, try it. Is, it's like this. Um, <laughs> try this. Try this. I know oh, you're trying to. So I know sweet. you're trying to get out of it. I know you're trying to get out of it. But we'll help you. We'll do it with you. Okay. Okay, pasta. On, on three. Right. One, two, three. Okay, pasta. We paused on purpose to hear you. But anyway, all right, so let's go. What's your dirty little secret? Well, my dirty little secret is that one day my mom told me to take her car home because okay. I had to go to work and she told me to get ready. And I was still in high school. so But instead of going to work, I went to a friend's house. Okay. And, you know, we hung out and chilled. And then when it was time to go, I told him, you know, bye, whatever. And I was starting to back out. And I backed out into this ginormous tree i mean you can't even miss it I, I just started learning how to drive and i didn't look in the back mirror and i completely missed it and it shattered the back windshield oh, no. Is gone. oh no yeah there's no backup yeah. like beepers then no well, yeah. cameras right so how'd you so play that I one off i had to go to work i still oh, had to God. go to work so yeah. i went to work and i parked in the very back of the parking lot because i was i didn't want anybody else to hit the car you know and i got into work and i was in there for about an hour and a half and my manager comes up and she's like hey does anybody know anybody with this kind of car and i was like yeah that's, that's my mom's car what's wrong you know acting oh, <laughs> like i didn't know what's going on mm -hmm. and they were like well it looks like somebody hit the car and i was like no really <laughs> what did While you were at work did you oh my, really? my mom is gonna kill me you know <laughs> and so they told me to call my mom and my mom got there and she's looking at the car and she's all devastated and so they called the cops to get involved to see what? what's going mm. on. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> and what did the cops say? Those cameras back there? Well, they can't do anything without a license plate to see who hit the car. So <laughs> what my manager did was they went Ooh. on the camera to find the car that hit my car. Ooh. And I got lucky because this is how I got away to live another day. Because well, I was gonna say, the, the light from the sun had a glare on the camera exactly where no. I was parked at the time I came to work. Wow, so, so lucky. Years and I still never told my mom. So I don't she, know if she's listening in though. That's your dirty little secret if she doesn't know. But what a crazy luck. Because the son wasn't doing that at the camera. They would have seen you pull up, yes. get out of the car with that broken yep. window. But instead, wow. the universe hooked you up that day. Your spirit guys were with oh, you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, did, you, did you ever yes, feel bad did. like when you got home and stuff and your mom's like going, oh my God, <laughs> no. are we going to catch that I person? Did. <laughs> I did feel bad about it. But then my mom gave the car to my older brother um, because her husband bought her a new one. And he eventually wrecked it in like a less than a month. Oh, and I had to go to the uh, junkyard anyway. So I stopped feeling bad about it. And since it's in the junkyard, I don't, yeah. I don't think it matters anymore. So, okay, wait. How long has it been since that? I was probably in like 11th grade. I was like 15, like 16 or 17 or like 18. And how old and are you now? And I'm 22. Okay. okay, you should tell your mom though. She would actually think it's funny. Yeah, now it'd be funny. <laughs> well, she's tuned in. <laughs> oh, she's listening. She listens. All right, so she's you're kind of telling her that. All right, she's well, like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Surprise, mom. Yep. Good, good job telling your mom your dirty little secret right now, and okay. that's an awesome story. Thank you. She's gonna have her. Thank you. <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand, and the award for best listener in an action film goes to. Patrice. Patrice, how do you feel? 
Um, I feel kind of nervous. Kind of weird. Congratulations. Because it's just so dumb. What a category. Dumb, dumb, yes. dummy. This is the only American game show with an English guy answering trivia questions with a weird German dancey intro. And congratulations, Patrice. You won for the best listener in an action film or something. Whatever I said. Congratulations. You won the award. <laughs> Give us a speech. Yeah. I would like to thank the Academy. Um, Mom. We made it. Thank you. Yeah. That's a great start. Amazing. You'll be coming back next year. <laughs> You'll understand why I started it that way in just a second. But first, to play Beat the Brit, we're going to send English 7 out of the studio. Okay, Patrice, bye. And the game is played like this. you got 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. Hurry, hurry, Don't hurry. know when say pass. And English 7 <laughs> has to beat you outright to win. And he still is not out of the studio. Hurry so up, I up, talked a little too Come quickly. On, so man. close the door. The door is closed. And Very all right. I think he's a serial killer, by the way. Now he's out of the studio. <laughs> I can tell you guys that. Yeah. Patrice, <laughs> we're kind of concerned that English 7 might be a serial killer. He does not know. It's that. fine. Don't tell him. This is our secret. So, yeah, don't worry. If you beat him at trivia, you will stay safe. We'll put you in witness protection or whatever. Okay, here we go. So the category for today is award show season. I mean, it's kind of award show season, right? Mm-hmm. It, it keeps getting moved around, but yep. we're still going to do trivia about it, okay? So you see how that worked with the award thing at the beginning, Patrice? That's because go. I'm a genius. That's why. Right. Here we go. Your time starts now. What type of media is the Golden Globes focused on? Oh my God. Um, TV show. How many Grammy categories are there? Jeez. Uh, 98. What's a Tony Award for? Oh, Tony is for daytime TV. What type of media are the Emmys focused on? Oh, God. They're all for daytime TV. <laughs> what female has won the most Grammys? Female, uh, uh... Aretha Franklin. All righty <laughs> then. All right, let's go. Time is up. We're bringing English Evan, the serial killer, back into the studio. And this is the time also in the game where we ask the contestants something about themselves so we can get invested in your story and root for you to win and beat mm-hmm. the Brit. Patrice, what's something interesting about you? My family's going to roast me when they hear this. Um, <laughs> okay. um, I'm an engineer. But also, I'm a party planner, so when Black Panther came out, it was around my birthday, so I had a big movie theater premiere party with like 600 people. It was a great time. That's that is cool. so cool. Way to engineer a great birthday party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. exactly. Here we go. English Evan? Yeah. Here we go. All right, so the category today is award show season. I gathered. Just kind of award show season. <laughs> okay. All right, ready? Here we go. Your time starts now. What type of media is the Golden Globes focused on? Uh, Television. How many Grammy categories are there? Um, 20. What's a Tony Award for? Uh, that's for, like, theater. What type of media are the Emmys focused on? Mo- no, uh, TV. What female has won the most Grammys? Gwyneth Paltrow. Who is hosting the Grammys this year? Um, Kevin Hart, maybe. (laughs) And the award for best composure for a person uh, asking trivia questions goes to Alex Fresh for not cracking up and losing all focus at how bad that Gwyneth Paltrow answer was. I really wanted to, you guys, but I stayed focused. I could stick with it. I could just think of her candle and it came out. Oh, man. All right, well, let's send it over to the scoreboard and see how you guys did. With our scoreboard, our executive producer, Brad Fun, F U N. Fun. <laughs> Nolan. All right. Uh, Patrice, uh, you got one correct. Good nice. Job. Mm-hmm. Good job. And uh, oh, Evan okay. actually got two correct. Yeah. Oh, An yeah. outright win. Congratulations, Evan. It's been a long time. Yeah, Sorry, Patrice. The award goes to me. <laughs> Don't worry, Patrice. He could still screw up and Alex could take points away from him. That's true. So you still might win. I beat him every day in my car by myself. Oh, okay. I know. Brag. This one's hard, though. Like, I wouldn't have known any of them, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, find out what the answers are. All right. What type of media is a Golden Globe? focused on TV and movies. Mm. How many Grammy categories are there? 86. What's a Tony Award for? Theater. Yeah. Broadway. What type of media are the Emmys focused on? Television. What female has won the most Grammys? Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, who was hosting the Grammys this year? Trevor Noah. Oh. Ooh, you suck. <laughs> I don't even know who that is, but you suck. <laughs> you know who Trevor Noah is? He's in the Daily Show. He's a comedian. He's always. He anyway. actually is pretty yeah. good. He's a comedian, but a hosty. 
comedian. You know, he hosts all the stuff <laughs> right, all the time. Right. He's a well-spoken a, comedian. Can you give us like a little, like a... A Trevor Noah impression? Yeah. Um, there isn't one because he's so really, boring. Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations, Evan. Sorry, Patrice. I'm still going to send you like some swag, you know, just for playing. Yeah. So congrats for playing, Evan. And you, you're still, you're still awesome. Play. Yep. You're still awesome. Try again, though. Call back. And good job. Good job saving your life, Patrice. We all know why. <laughs> okay. You're safe. And don't have to worry about a thing. No need Evan, to look over your shoulder. Laughing? Wait, yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What are you safe from? I'm dying. We play Beat the Brit every single Tuesday and Thursday at this time. Make sure to tune in next time when we beat, beat the, the Brit. Brit. Beat the Brit before he beats you. <laughs> what? Your phone prank happens every single hour on the 20s. Your next Mom, one is coming up in just a few minutes. I don't It's do a Jubal Show. The Jubal Show on demand. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 